Welcome to the Wicked Veracity Podcast with Robin Langford, episode 114, Fate and Free Will, the Astrology for the week of December 26th through January 1st of 2023. Before we get started, I want you to know that all times I'm going to mention are in the Eastern Time Zone. If you want to see the eight phases of the moon and all of the aspects discussed in the forecast on your digital calendar in your time zone, you need my digital astrology calendar. It integrates easily with any digital calendar, and you can get it at wickedveracity.com forward slash calendar. Monday, we exit the holiday high and land firmly back into reality. It's actually a great day to get a lot of work done or to make progress on a project that requires a lot of endurance. Tuesday is dreamy and pretty great for thinking about your 2023 goals if you haven't already mapped them out. It's not the most practical day of the week, but it is fantastic for letting your imagination run wild, to connect with your future self, and to dream bigger than you have been. Wednesday is very similar to Tuesday. Continue dreaming and thinking about all the things you want to accomplish, experience, and feel in the coming year. Just don't write it in stone quite yet. Thursday is a lovely, action-oriented kind of day. I'm a fan in general. However, Mercury stations retrograde at 3.31 a.m. and will not be direct until January 18th of 2023. And this is going to be one wild retrograde period. This retrograde begins with Mercury conjunct Venus in the exact location where she went retrograde last year. More than usual, this Mercury retrograde could bring up relationship issues, people from past relationships suddenly contacting you, and re-examining what you want out of your romantic relationships. Although, with Venus, it could also be your relationship with money or the things you desire. Whatever or whoever it is probably has ties to whatever or whomever you were reviewing, rekindling, reconsidering at the end of last December into January of this year. If you have a Capricorn, Gemini, or Virgo rising or sun, or you have Mercury as a Time Lord, you've likely been feeling the effects of this retrograde energy already. Mercury retrograde shenanigans you might as well prep for include buying and repairing tech, travel issues and delays, Tech issues that are random and frustrating, like Zoom changing all of your settings suddenly and the software update taking hours. Miscommunication about all of the things with all of the people. Exes deciding that you are the only one they really love and they can't believe they were stupid enough to let you get away. This can also apply to ex-friends, ex-work associates, bosses, and family members you stop talking to. Mercury retrograde things to do. Review. Any documents, proposals, contracts, emails, texts carefully and repeatedly before signing or sending. Renovate homes, websites, courses, funnels, email sequences, and launches. Reflect, journal, meditate, coaching, counseling, anything that lets you reflect on past decisions, thoughts, and actions to help you process. Revise, edit a book, be prepared to have to do projects and assignments again, or to have to ask someone else to revise their work. Repair. This is a great time to tackle those little home car body repairs you've been avoiding, like the leaky faucet, gutters, etc. Reconsider everything, all the time, and think before you speak or hit send. Research. I never recommend starting something brand new under a Mercury retrograde, but it is an excellent time to research a little hard out about something you're interested in starting after Mercury stations direct. Reorganize. Spring or fall, cleaning is the go-to for this retrograde period. Reconnect with friends, family, and hobbies, but not exes, unless it's for closure. Repeat all of the things. If you expect it, you'll be way less frustrated when it happens and delighted if you don't have to. Renegotiate contracts, relationships, etc., but don't finalize until direct if possible. I know, I know. I said it was going to be wild and intense and all of the things. And yet. That doesn't mean be afraid. Stay in a cave or put off things if you really want to do them. For example, I'm going to be traveling, working on a brand new project, and doing a creative thing for my business that involves both travel and tech. 
because I'm that kind of witch. But I'll have backup plans for my backup plans, and I've scheduled everything way before the shadow period, and I'm mentally prepared for unexpected plot twists. Friday, there's plenty of support for wrapping up your week on a productive note and leftover energy to let you start celebrating the end of the year early if you're so inclined. Saturday is a high energy day. The thing about lots of energy is that it can be channeled into heating a house or it can be used to create a bomb. You could use this effectively to deepen connections and facilitate open communication, or you could use it to argue with people. Totally up to you. New Year's Eve has a lot of interesting things happening. The moon will be in Taurus as the clock strikes midnight for most of the world, which is one of the signs we've had eclipses and extreme change in for most of 2022. This happens while Mercury is retrograde, asking us to review these changes and as Venus is conjunct Pluto. It's an intense end-of-year review that could position you to have a truly new beginning with the Aquarius new moon on January 21st. Sunday is intense and dynamic, but in a grounded and productive way that may feel at odds with a weekend. Venus and Pluto are together, which speaks to a need to deeply consider what you value, not only in the Capricorn area of your life, but as it relates to love and money and the difference between being completely obsessed with something or someone. I'm going to take a little more time to dive into the Venus and Pluto conjunction that is intrinsically tied to this Mercury retrograde period. This is the last time Venus and Pluto will be conjunct in Capricorn for almost 250 years. Take a minute and let that sink in. The first conjunction in the cycle was December 28th of 2009. Last year, we really got hammered by three of the conjunctions in this area. And while I know many people have had some pretty dramatic internal and external shifts over the past year, I also know a lot of people have felt sort of stuck since 2020 and wonder if what they're doing is working or will ever work. If you felt stuck, consider this your chance to break free. For the next 15 years-ish, your love and money transformation story is going to be an Aquarius. Use this final conjunction and the entire Mercury retrograde period to let go of anything that's been holding you back from living a life you're excited to wake up to every morning. One of my favorite teachers, Brooke Castillo, said something at a recent event that I've been thinking about a lot lately. If someone's going to be unhappy with your life, it shouldn't be you. Let that carry you into 2023. If you're feeling frisky, hit me up on Instagram where I am wicked.veracity and let me know how the astrology of the week played out for you. Until next time, my wish for you is time to sit by a fire while you review and reflect on the ending of another year and dream about the possibilities available in the year to come.